This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Achieving your dream retirement is a lot like making the big leagues. To achieve your dreams, you need great coaches. Each week, Greg and Danny share insights to help you reach your financial goals and achieve your retirement dreams. Now, the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Yeah, boy, we are back. It is the Ice Blue Money Podcast along with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. I'm Bill Seller. Just kind of to keep these guys in line uh, to make <laughs> We appreciate you, Bill. <laughs> that's, that's a tough room to crowd here. <laughs> that's a big job. <laughs> but uh, we, we are here once again to discuss uh, things in retirement, uh, getting you there, getting you through retirement, what it takes, everything that can affect your money and the best ways to deal with that. And uh, we got some good stuff coming up today. We're going to continue today with part two of what we started on the last podcast, which was the 10 commandments of retirement planning. But uh, I did want to kind of put out this public service announcement. If you're a Skittles mm. guy like I am, um, I love me some Skittles. Be careful of the yellow ones right now. Um, the first Sunday in August was National Mustard Day. I don't know if you heard about this. And the folks at French's teamed up with Skittles and uh, made mustard-flavored Skittles, the yellow ones. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a big no for me. I don't know about you guys. No, no for me. But, Danny, I yeah. don't know. You'll eat anything, Whoa. right? No, 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 no. I know, it look, I know it looks that way, but no, no. You know, and I want to say, you know, Bill, you addressed it correctly. A PSA announcement. Listen, if you decide to give somebody a mustard-flavored Skittle, make sure you never want to be friends with them again. Because you're going to lose a friendship. It just, at least with me, you, you give me, Greg, you give me a mustard flavored uh, Skittle. This podcast is canceled. I, I don't want to hang out with those kind of people. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. I just, it, do they have too much time on their hands? Who came up with this concept to think it was a good idea? I don't know. It's a bad, bad, bad. And, idea. And that got me to thinking as far as I, I, I'm, I'm not a huge mustard guy. There's a couple of things that I'll put mustard on every time. One is a hot dog. I don't do ketchup Correct. on my hot dogs. I do nope, mustard. Right. Uh, maybe on a hamburger if I'm feeling froggy. And uh, a good hot pretzel. If you put some mm. yellow mustard on a hot pretzel, that's living, guys. I'm telling you. But aside from that, I don't think I do mustard in anything. No, neither, neither do I. And, you know, I think it would be a good way to catch people who just might not be, you know, all there. If you're eating mustard-flavored Skittles, man, I, I, I got to... I'm, I'm a little leery of you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not. You, you, you're, you're scaring me. If you're walking around eating these things by the handful, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm probably going to be afraid of you. Like, this dude will do anything. Yeah, he will, he will really do anything. Going, oh, these are good. Yeah, yeah. You're not hanging yeah. out with Danny. So. No, no, no. <laughs> Keep my eye on him. Just, man. Jeez. Oh, man. All right. Well, we just wanted to warn you they're out there. So so be careful if somebody's going to try to shove some yellow Skittles on you here. Ooh. Oh, man. Um Speaking of food, food is like the one thing that isn't cooperating with inflation, right? Usually when interest rates go up, if I get this right, inflation goes down. But food prices are not cooperating here, fellas. Uh, groceries are just still very expensive. Well, I went the other day and I got just stuff for the week, right? I mean, just no, no meats, no wine, no beer, you know, none <laughs> of the good stuff. Just, just things to get through the week. <laughs> Milk and you need. bread. And so it was like $92 for two and yeah. a half bags of groceries. I was like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah, yeah it's unreal. And My wife has uh, complained about that as she's the chief shopper. Uh, and it, it has gotten bad. And it just seems to be inching up uh, quarter over quarter. 
Yeah, I think one of the other things as well is, have you noticed what you're getting for the increased prices? You know, I get it. Things go up, cost more, you know, uh, transportation costs, all that stuff is, you know, added into it. But don't now shortchange me on what you're giving me. It seems like a lot of the things that, you know, we get, they're kind of shrinking in size. And my wife, like yours, Greg, is the chief, you know, shopper in the house. And she makes note of it every time she goes to the grocery store. The bill just keeps growing. And it seems like what we're getting for uh, the amount of money that we're paying, it's getting smaller. And it's it's crazy. You know, June, they said food prices have jumped up. Was it 5.7% increase this year, you know, on food prices? And it doesn't seem like... uh, it's going to change anytime soon. We can hope. Yeah. I, my heart goes out to, you know, single mothers and people who actually live by a very tight food budget. And, you know, they have to now equate. I remember eggs at one point were a dollar and a quarter or something like that. Um, some places now they're, they're over $3, $4. Yeah. Hopefully somewhere soon, this will all kind of settle back into some sort of normalcy. Well, yeah. last time we were together on the podcast, we were talking about the uh, 10 commandments of retirement planning and we got through half the list. So uh, I thought we'd get back up and finish the rest of it this week. Where, where did we leave off guys? Number six. And this one, you know, I, I use the pandemic as the greatest illustration on why this is a big necessity for everybody. And number six uh, on the list is to maintain an emergency fund. You know, and the pandemic has taught us anything is you need to save what you can for as long as you can, because you really never know what's going to happen. You know, we couldn't predict uh, the pandemic and, you know, things being shut down and going the way they did. And it hurt a lot of us because, you know, there wasn't money there, you know, when we really needed. You didn't have your paycheck if you're living paycheck to paycheck. And this, you know, that living really caught up with us and, um, the pandemic. And so I always tell people to try to aim for three to six months of living expenses and have it in a separate account that isn't tied, you know, to your, you know, regular checking account where you can easily transfer the money in, or it's attached to um, one of your ATM cards where you can literally just go to the ATM and pull the money out. I like it to be in a separate account where you actually have to go into the bank and pull the money out if needed, because that will slow down uh, the uses of that account. And you'll really start to think through, you know, if this is an emergency and emergency being, you know, need new tires for the truck, you know, uh, something happened uh, with the water heater. We need to replace it. You know, those type of emergencies, not, you know, I went by, you know, whatever department store and they're having a sale on the shoes that I've always wanted. You know, those don't really equate for emergencies, but we need to anticipate there are going to be times where, you know, we have things that come up that we might not really be prepared for if we don't have this emergency fund. Yeah, that's so right. And one of the, I guess, good outcomes, if there is one of high interest rates, is the fact that a lot of savings accounts, high yield savings accounts, have increased their APY percentage. Yeah, absolutely. So I advise my clients, as I'm sure you do, Danny, to get one of those and use that for emergency savings. I mean, they've got one that I recommend to my clients, several out there, but one in particular is 4.9% APY as of the time of this recording, August of 23. So uh, that's one of ways that you can put away three to six months and actually make that money grow. You know, if we were sitting here 18 months ago, we'd be talking about less than 1% in a savings account. So some ways to kind of help yourself with uh, that number six commandment, maintain emergency fund. Uh, Let's look at number seven. So minimizing debt 
prioritize paying off credit card debt and high interest loans to reduce financial stress during retirement. A negative consequence of this increased interest rate environment we're in is that consumer credit has increased what they're charging you now for uh, a credit card or high interest loans. And that's one of the things that we want to attack with folks when we start to look at their overall financial health. It's not just about your investments and long range planning. It's what are you doing now to keep more what I call wallet share in the house? If you're servicing high debt uh, or high interest uh, debt, that's taking money out of the house that could be in short term, long term savings uh, for sure. You know, and I always like to tell uh, people I work with that that equals stress. You know, a lot of times the stress that we have, you know, a good bulk of it, you know, is from, you know, just having all of this debt over our heads. And if you start to think about retirement planning and having, you know, that season of your life to be worry free, think about what that would look like if you went into it with little to no debt. You didn't have a mortgage, you know, the cars uh, you have or, you know, paid for. You know, and all of those things, you know, were done. It really makes the planning aspect and, and, and the need for money not as significant because you don't have such a large overhead. And so that eliminating, minimizing debt is so valuable, you know, when it comes to retirement planning that it makes, you know, OK, so now how much money do I need? Even a better conversation because you don't have those things that you're going to need to pay for. One of the worst things I've seen are individuals who are in their late 60s and they refinance their mortgage. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at them like, so what are you planning to work till you're 90? Like you want to carry your mortgage, you know, into your 60s and 70s? Like it doesn't make sense. And so we, we have to break that consumer mindset where we're, you know, getting ourselves into trouble by racking up more debt. You know, and, and I, if I can jump in here for a second, I can attest to that. Um, we were fortunate in the last couple of years to wipe out all of our credit cards. Mm, Got them all paid off. Um, and after awesome. raising four kids, you kind of rely on that credit card yeah. when, you're, when you're trying to get four kids raised and fed and through college. But to speak to what you said about stress, Danny, you're absolutely right. Um, we paid them all off. And like within a week, I suddenly just felt lighter and didn't really understand why. Yeah. Because it's not a conscious thing, right? You just know it's there. It's in the back of your mind. But then I realized, man, next month I'm going to have extra money. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't had that since ever. <laughs> and it really does become a nice load off your shoulders. Yeah, it's you like know, when a kid graduates college, right, Bill? You feel like that weight is off your back until they come back asking for help. But well, yeah, you think you think they're off the payroll, but you know, <laughs> you know. And I try to get uh, you know people, my clients, to look at you know if you had a really good emergency fund and little to no debt, you know, if you were to get sick or something like that, or you didn't you know, feel up to going to work, like legitimately needed a day off and needed to stay home. Think about the pressure that's off your shoulders. You know, a lot of people who live paycheck to paycheck and don't have adequate savings, that's not an option. You know, they're, they're getting up in the morning and whether they feel up to it or not, you know, if they're, you know, we're not talking, you know, COVID or anything like that or whatever, but you know, if they're sick, you know, they have to go to work because if they don't get that day's pay, you know, or whatever, it really affects you know, their overall uh, financial picture for that week, that following week. And so trying to get them to understand those two concepts, those first two things, having a really good uh, emergency fund and then minimizing your debt will add so much peace to your life. It's amazing. Like you said, Bill, once you get there, it's like, I'm, I'm never going back. I'm never racking up, you know, the debt that I had. You try not to do the best of your ability, but it's, it's freedom. 
financial freedom. Uh, the third, and I like this one, and, and we're going to, no, I'll talk about uh, our feelings on this, but considering long-term care insurance. And we always like to evaluate the cost of potential long-term care needs and purchasing uh, insurance for it accordingly. Now, maybe 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, you could buy long-term care insurance policies individually. And they were, you know, a good addition to um your overall insurance portfolio. One of the things that we noticed, you know, uh, they are really expensive and I'm not, you know, knocking them one way or the other. I'm just saying there's a better way to do that. A lot of the insurance uh, policies now, if you get permanent insurance policies, they have the ability to cover both critical and long-term care needs if you ever need it. And so, uh, if you are looking into long-term care insurance and you're looking at a cost-effective way to do that, a lot of the times we look for insurance carriers that actually build that into the policy. So you have a policy that, you know, does a couple of things. You know, um, it pays out if you die. Um, if you get a critical or long-term issue, it pays. And then has the cap- capability to be able to accumulate cash in the event that, you know, you need cash down the line in retirement years as well. And Greg always talks about that tax-free benefit. You know, we like to look for uh, policies that actually are able to do those three things. And it's so important. And a a lot of advisors in our industry want to focus on growing your money, which is so important. But this is one of the ones that we think is critical. I've got clients in their 70s uh, who don't have long-term care. They had great portfolios, 401ks. But then when I said, what happens if there's a critical, serious, chronic illness to one of you or both of you? We've got to now go into retirement assets because before I met you, no one said in your 30s, 40s, even 50s, uh, let's put some long-term care in place like Danny's talking about. So uh, this number eight, uh, consider long-term care insurance is a critical commandment on the list for me. And number nine, as we round this out, to continuously review and adjust your plan. And to the point about, you know, not just growing your money, which is also important, we want to continually review with you every year and regularly reassess where are we on this road to retirement, whether it's retirement savings, whether it's uh, state planning, long-term care, et cetera. Do we need to adjust how much we're saving? Are we ready from a tax perspective? for retirement. And so that is the ninth commandment, continuously review and adjust your plan. Just like when you go to the doctor and year over year, he's looking at where you were last year versus this year or she is, and then they're adjusting uh, your plan as it relates to your own health. Same with your financial health. Yeah. You do not want your financial plan to be a set it and forget it type thing, you know, to get that thing started and then just let it run until uh, you no longer do. You know, that's one of the worst things that you can do because life changes, you know, situations changes uh, in your life, whether it be, you know, having a new baby, maybe it's having a grandchild, uh, maybe it's even, you know, separation or something like that with a spouse. You need to make sure your plan is uh, updated to reflect it accordingly. And we usually like to meet a couple of times a year. I usually like to, you know, meet with clients three times a year. Uh, one of those being, um, Face-to-face, you know, either I, you come to the office or I go to your house because conversations are a little better when you're in person and, you know, Zoom has made everything easy. 
But sometimes you don't get the full effect of what, you know, people are dealing with or, you know, what they want to have happen unless you're face to face. I just, you know, old school in that fashion. But I think that adds to, you know, just being able to get people to take those things seriously as well. You know, being able to look at it and make sure you're on track for these things that you say you want to do. If you're not tracking it and you're not measuring it, how do you know you're still on track to hit your goal? Yeah, they say anything that's not tracked and measured doesn't grow. Yeah. I don't know who said that, but I love it. <laughs> Might have been me, Greg. Might have been. It wasn't, but I just wanted credit. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10 on this list, and, and this is one that me and Greg advocate for, especially if you don't have anyone, seek professional advice. We love to talk to people. That's one of the things we said in our first uh, episode. We will talk and meet with anyone. And if we are not the right fit for you, we'll usually make a recommendation to somebody who is. But we are only experts in the field that we spend the most time. Uh, Some people are carpenters. Some people are doctors. Some people are lawyers and they're experts in their practice. You know, no one really expects everybody to be uh experts in financial services. And we understand we'd love to talk to you guys about it. You know, if you don't have anybody or you're, you're, you have some questions that you want to just kind of bounce off somebody to see where your retirement plan is by all means, reach out to us or somebody to kind of help you, whether it be with the plan or taxes or state planning. Yeah, absolutely. And the only thing I'd add to that is that everybody's got a coach, right? Even the top Mm. athletes have coaches, uh, top business people, CEOs all have coaches and mentors. And that's really what Danny's talking about, that that we want to be that for all of our clients to coach them through uh, this evolution or this road to retirement. Yeah. You know, in, in that regard too, it's, it's funny because some of us can put together a retirement plan, right? I'm, you can't see me, but I'm doing plan and air quotes, <laughs> <laughs> but you take it to folks like Greg and Danny who really know what a plan is and you might find out that what you have is you know, not so much. Uh, have you run? I'm sure you guys have run across that guy will come in and say, "Well, I've got uh, ten thousand bucks in the mattress and some money in the bank. Am I good?" Or, <laughs> you know, I mean, and then they they don't realize it. So I think a lot of times having that second set of eyes on what you're trying to accomplish can be nothing nothing but a plus. Yeah, and I think it's a great thing uh, to have a second set of eyes because a lot of times, like I said, you know, we see what you don't see. We know what are some of the financial pitfalls that you can experience, whether it's a long term care issue, whether it's a running out of money issue. You know, we can point those things out, things that you probably haven't thought of because, you know, it might not be uh, something you've ever even you know come across you know, ever. And, and so we kind of pull those things out to help you say, OK, this is where you're at. This is where you want to go. These are the things that we think can prevent you from getting there in the time frame that you set out for yourself to get there. And so I, I think that's one of the things that's really important. Even if you have a plan and you just want to get a second set to make sure you're on the right track, you know, at least, you know, you're on the right track. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there you go. The 10 commandments of retirement planning. We appreciate those fellows. And, you know, not only are you going to get great financial advice, but I dare you to find anybody else in the financial world that's going to warn you about mustard flavored Skittles, folks. <laughs> I mean, these guys cover it all. Listen, we're saving relationships. <laughs> if you want to remain friend, don't do that to your friends. Maybe yeah. leave it on the coworker's desk that you don't really get along with secretly. And, you know, you just want to, you know, whatever. That's fine. But 
<laughs> if you have great relationships with people, do not ruin it by giving them mustard flavored Skittles. If the boss and, ticks you off that day, well, maybe, you know, you throw a mustard flavored Skittle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just hey, boss. I was thinking, don't put your name on it either. Don't don't no, be that. No. You're, you're going to lose your job. You're going to need that savings we talked about. We, we do not endorse these strategies. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, fellas, always great when we get together and uh, can't wait to do the next one. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. I am, too. Thank yes, you sir. guys for listening. This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast. And as always, please remember to squash that like, follow, share, whatever the button is on your podcast player. We'd really appreciate it. You've been listening to Greg Carter and Danny Bullock and the Ice Blue Money Podcast, helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any comments regarding safety and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advice products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No legal advice options or recommendations are being made in respect to this proposal. You should consult your tax professional or attorney concerning such advice and opinions.